welcome to the new episode of SupplyCast, the podcast from the Healthcare Supply Association. Today I'm joined by Simon Clark from University Hospitals Birmingham. Hello Simon. Hi Bruce, how are you mate? I'm good, I'm very good. Simon, um, we came, this, this is a discussion I was having with Simon separately in which he was telling me about something that really piqued my interest. And it's what we're going to be discussing, I guess, for a large portion of this. But first of all, Simon, what's your role there? Uh, yes, my role here is the Managing Director of Procurement and Logistics for University Hospitals Birmingham. But we have a shared procurement service here. So we're responsible for not only University Hospitals Birmingham, we're responsible for Birmingham Women's and Children's and the Royal Orthopaedic Hospital. And how, is, how are things there at the moment? PPEs looking good, obviously. The vaccine thing's going great. If you know we're opening up, people can hug from Monday. Uh, is, is, is that, there's a lot of positivity around now. Is that how it feels there? Yeah, we we've had positivity here at uh, in Birmingham uh, all the way through the pandemic. Yes, we've we've struggled like all colleagues have. Um, but we managed to stay on top of the PPE. We, we reached out to our region who stepped up fantastic for us, especially during the, the gown situation. You know, we've managed to uh, manufacture our own gowns locally. Um, we've also had a lot of support from uh, one of the biggest employers in the region, JLR, who have helped us to develop and create new respiratory hoods. Um, so we've been very, very lucky. We, we've also had a, um, a, a, an amazing experience through this and looking back I think we all can call it an experience you know we we were also responsible for build, building the Birmingham Nightingale which mm-hmm. was a great success and, and a, an amazing achievement for the you know the uh, subcontractors the military the NHS you know and the NEC itself you know uh, building a 4,000 bed hospital in less than 10 days was just mm-hmm. an amazing achievement and you know and, and you know will be written in history what uh, the NHS had to do over the last 12 months and most recently you know we're now leading on the vaccine program in the region as well well within our system so we've opened up three mass vaccine sites seven um, vaccine hubs and then we're also supporting 57 local vaccine centers with our pcns so you know i think everybody's um started to enjoy the the process mm-hmm. now in the sense of they know we're coming out of it we're making a we're making a big difference um and yeah for, I, I think for all of us now you know we are looking in the mirror um, at COVID behind us, but we're keeping a, a very watchful eye on it. Um, but restoration and recovery is going to be a, a, a big sure. issue now, uh, ramping all up, making sure we can step up with all the demands on the hospitals. And, and it is going to be a, a real challenging demand for all of us. Now, whoa, that was a list of stuff you've, you've done there. I was very proud of, you, of the team and everyone involved there oh, very. And, and, and the role that they've played. From hearing all that, everyone would assume, I think, that Simon has um, a good long rest in between in between his day job. But I got an email from you, and at the bottom of it, I noticed there was a little logo that said Strictly NHS, all, all in the classic sparkly, Strictly fashion, very sequiny. And I looked at it and I thought, what, what is this? And it caught my eye. And then we, we, we had a, just had a little chat about it previously. Um, I've got to ask you about Strictly NHS 
and how on earth you found yourself in the predicament that you're in the final of it. Can you take me back to the beginning? Uh, I can. Uh, I just do feel that at the moment I'm going through this is your life moment. Um, <laughs> I had I had been asked to come on here to sit on a different panel and then all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about my Strictly journey. Um, it's really interesting because way back in COVID, um, I remember um, I was working late one night with the team. Um, we were expecting a 2.30 in the morning PPE delivery and it was my turn to support the team that night. Um, and lo and behold, just this um, text message come through um, asking if anybody would be interested, or NHS colleagues interested in applying for Strictly NHS, a dance competition they wanted to put on to celebrate the NHS during this mm -hmm. COVID. Um, it was late at night, caught to 11, um, had a little bit of time. So I filled out the application. I don't know why to this day. Richard, uh, <laughs> sorry, Bruce. I don't know why to this day, Bruce, I did that. Richard was, was on the call earlier. That's, yeah, that's he, was. he in was. Case, in case that seemed incredibly random. <laughs> Richard, yeah, no, we were actually was. all having a three-way chat earlier. <laughs> um, so for, for me, it, I've got to say it was a bit of a respite. Um, mm. with all the challenges that were going on. The, Different focus. Yeah, seven mm. days a week that all of us was working, mm -hmm. the very, very long hours. Um, it was just a little bit of respite to fill out this application form and, um, and have a little bit of relief, you know, just release mm. from all that tension, all that pressure um, and, and all the frustration we were all going through at that time. Mm. Um, so I, I completed it and thought nothing about it whatsoever, you know, sent it off. Um, around about two months later, um, I was then notified that I'd been shortlisted. So over 2,000 applicants applied. Mm -hmm. uh, I was then told I'd been shortlisted um, for the last 100, and I needed to put in a 60-second video, video to explain why I should be on Strictly. Now, I'm a complete non-dancer, Bruce, mm -hmm. a complete non-dancer. Yeah. You know, uh, the only way I dance is probably seven, pan seven cans of cider, and then I'll, I'll, I'll have enough courage to get on the dance floor. Um, so I did this video and, and I was quite honest that, you know, I'm a non-dancer, mm -hmm. um, but if I did get on the show, I'd be working on my balance and my core. So did right, a little right. bit of that. I'd be working on my fitness and there I was filming myself in the gym. Yeah. And I said, but uh, okay. apart, apart from that, I need to uh, ask my team. So I went to the theatres team and they came back with, he really needs your help. Um, I went to colleagues in procurement. Well, he really needs your help. Um, and lucky at the time, Jackie Smith, our chair, was actually in Strictly um, right at the start. So Former Home Secretary Jackie that's Smith. That's right, the former Home Secretary Jackie yeah. Smith and our chair here at UHB. Um, she also, at the Strictly studio, um, added into my video as well. So I don't know if I had a little bit of help from all of those. But again, thinking, you know, they would expect dancers, they'd expect to see some flair, they would expect to see some passion. Um, it was quite interesting that um, I got a phone call about a month and a half later to say, well done, Simon, you uh, have been selected as one of the 12 finalists that will dance in Blackpool. Um, it was going to be in February, but of course, because of COVID yeah. restrictions and also the, um, the the new surge of COVID we were going through at the mm -hmm. time, it's been delayed and been delayed. Um, and it's now finally been advertised that we will be going live in Blackpool at the Winter Gardens, which is the main ballroom for most of the world championships for uh, ballroom dancing. So it's a serious place. Um, and that will happen on the 4th of June at 730 
Um, seats are still available and you can live stream as well. Um, but please save my bushes and don't watch because <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do that well. We were saying, I'm, I'm convinced it's going to be Shane on TV. I'm sure I'm sure it will. I mean, uh, the effort that's gone on it. So I think we're, I, I think we're all going to be able to watch on national television <laughs> at a prestigious venue worthy of your talents, Simon. <laughs> I'm sure. um, to, to, we, we were we were when we was quickly having a chat chat about this. You were saying that the eleven other um, dancers that have been selected alongside you, you know, have a um, a decent ability. When it comes to dance wise, you know. So, are you are you worried, Simon, that you've been picked as the um, as the annual comedy act? Is that yeah. well? <laughs> I think a lot of people would would think that. Um, I think I've learned to interpret people's uh, comments now as well, Bruce, because um, yeah. everybody at work keeps saying how brave I am. <laughs> and I've interpreted that I've interpreted that as you're an absolute lunatic. What the hell are you doing? Um, yet, from the videos that I've seen of the eleven finalists, um, include you know they've uh, they show a little bit flair. You know, for all of it, mm-hmm. it's new. You know, yeah. it, it is new routines, and mm-hmm. they've all got to do. Um, you know, a, a, a unique dance. We're all doing very separate dances, so none of us will be doing the same. Do you know um, what you're doing? You I'm doing the Paso Doble. I'm doing the Paso Doble, so the Spanish bullfighter, um, to the soundtrack, <laughs> uh, to the soundtrack of the Pirates of the Caribbean. So I don't know right. if I'll be uh, um, playing my uh, inner Jack Sparrow. And uh, <laughs> that's going to be quite fast, isn't it? Because isn't that dun 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 that's absolutely right that's, that's exactly like the tune. <laughs> um, and but the paso is a, a very quick and slow mm, actually okay. dance um and my biggest fear at the moment is that i'm learning all the the moves i'm, I'm finally getting all the moves in my muscle memory um but the issue is is that when it comes to when the music is on as you've just actually uh, pointed out um i haven't realized the speed i have to do these moves quite, quite quick so i mean it's uh, it, you'll it be whizzing the, you'll be whizzing across that dance floor <laughs> <laughs> I hope he hasn't been overly waxed to anything. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You'll be flying I, out the doors. <laughs> I, well, that, that might be a benefit for us, Bruce, and, and the crowd. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm, excited, I'm, I'm excited and very anxious about it at the present moment. As you can imagine, I'm only three weeks before the live event. Mm-hmm. So really cramming it in. Um, I'll be leaving t- uh, for Blackpool on the 1st of June, so um, we're all getting ready. But there's there's even more pressure than that, Bruce, because we've been told that we've also got to do a group dance, all of us. No. But the live event is going on Friday, and we no. all arrive Thursday morning early, so yeah. we get there Wednesday night, we arrive Thursday morning, and we'll be learning our group dance on Thursday, mm. just before oh, the yeah. Friday live event. Oh, no. <laughs> Is that they must be, you know, maybe I, I don't even know what they're thinking of there. That's, I don't even know what they're thinking of there. I think, I think if I was, how much, well, I suppose at least you've got an excuse, haven't you? Like, oh, well, we only started practicing it on Thursday yesterday. So, what do you expect? Yeah, but when people are paying for tickets and paying for live streaming, That's you true. know, there's, it's still a bit of pressure. But, you know, that, I, I would expect there's going to be a great blooper reel from it. Let's put it that way. Now, you're actually the people you're going to be dancing with are actually professional dancers. Aren't you? Your dance partners are actually professional dancers, aren't they? That's that's oh. correct. I have a, an amazing professional dancer called Larry Beth Evans. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been well, she was one of the um under 21 Latin champions. 
Mm-hmm. Um, she's also been on tour with AJ as part of his Strictly um, tours. Mm-hmm. Um, also a, an amazing dancer. She's also dances on um, stage and screen. You know, so very much a, a competent professional. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think my biggest nerve, nerves are is because I, I, I think everybody explains about their strictly partnerships. And I've got to say, I, I brought into that as well. They are just so kind, so yeah. professional. She's choreo- choreographed to my strengths, um, challenged some of my weaknesses as well to push me mm-hmm. forward to be doing things I probably wouldn't naturally want to do, um, <laughs> like this dance. Um, but she's definitely <laughs> pushing me. Like <laughs> um, but I think the, the, uh, the real nervous thing for me, Bruce, is the, the judging panel. So the host of the night is going to be Ian Waite. And for all those Strictly fans, you know, they'll know Ian from Dancing with Zoe Ball uh, and others and and also being on the um, It Takes Two Strictly show. Um, But the judging panel for all the NHS finalists will be Giovanni, who is a a Strictly professional, Mm -hmm. Um, Amy Downer. Um, again, um, mm-hmm. at, at Strictly final, Flavia, who was a previous Strictly finalist, and then uh, to add the more insult to injury and put more <laughs> pressure on, um, the head choreographer from Strictly, uh, James Wilson. So, yeah, um, <laughs> I'm worried. I don't, not too worried about the but crowd. Do you, do you know what's amazing about this? That when um, I first found out about this, you're thinking, oh, this, this is this is a nice idea." obviously, and um, I can see why they're, why, they're, why they're doing it. What's really impressive is just how much um, they're putting into it. To do, as, oh. as you say, to make it like, I mean, this is actually going to be like an actual Strictly yeah. show, isn't it? So I, I, was, I, was impressed, I was impressed by that, the fact that they haven't, you know, they've, they've really gone for it, haven't they? They really have. They're not making a mockery of the NHS. You know, they've oh. really um, embedded the Strictly experience with our journey, knowing that we all have um, important and, and very busy roles at the present moment. Um, but yes, the live show will, there'll be a live group playing during the show. There's three professional dance routines. There's the group um, routine, which we'll have to do. And then there'll be the 12 actual finalists doing their dance. And then, of course, the top two scorers or top two uh, who get the most votes will then dance off to the judging panel. So it, it's really going to be a, um, a, a packed show, um, which isn't, you know, which is going to live up to the strictly mm-hmm. experience people will be used to on a Saturday night. Uh, so tell me, Simon, are you, are you in it to win it? Um, are, are you going in there with your? Well, I'm just going to say, Ed says yes, Body says not a chance, mate. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm going in, you know, my professional partners put so much time into me. Um, sure. I'm going to go in serious. Um, mm. But, you know, it, it is a tough routine. Um, I'm up against 11 amazing individuals. Um, but like I say, I, I won't be slacking. I'll be making, giving my best effort. Um, and as Pierre Larson um, identified to me the other day, um, I am dancing for the reputation of all procurement and logistics colleagues. So no pressure there. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? I was just thinking as well that um, I'm guessing, do, do you feel, I, I mean, I suppose there, there must be temptation, I suppose, to treat it purely as, you know, this is a good fun. It's, it's as you say, it's a different focus after, a diff- you know, after a hard 12 months, etc. Do you find that the fact that you've got that professional dancer there, who's obviously very, you know, he's, I guess, 
you know wants to perform well is is taking it as a professional pride thing to make you as good as possible on the on the big day does that kind of I'm not sure whether it's pressure, but is that an added thing, wanting to serve the professional well on the day? You're absolutely right, Bruce. Mm. Bruce absolutely. There's no question about that. You know, I know how much Lowry's put in and all the professional dancers are doing it on their own free time. You know, they've actually volunteered to support the NHS Strictly event because it's a big charity event as well. It's for mm-hmm. NHS charities. So they've all invested their own time. Um, and not only are they teaching me to dance, you know, Lowry each night is going away, looking how the choreography should work. She's developed the choreography, you know, and also worked with um, some of the um, dance studios that she's worked with before and they've offered their services for us so the studio has been offered up so the the amount of effort and, and generosity that people have provided uh, does put a pressure on us and that's why you know I will be going out there to do the best I can mm-hmm. um, but yeah I, I'm not to going to be expecting too much and if it does come out I'll be over the moon um, <laughs> but we'll see <laughs> We mentioned um, earlier before we started recording about the fact that one of the trusts has got five finalists. I believe it was. It was. Was it Leeds? Leeds. Yeah. It was Leeds. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is Leeds. It's really interesting because none of us knew where we'd all come from yeah. when we first had our um, sort of team um, sort of call for all of us to get together and we introduced ourselves. Um, three of the three of the finalists sort of noticed they knew it, um, each other, and then the other two hadn't realised that the other three were from Leeds. So yeah, Leeds have managed to, through their own merit, because with NHS Strictly they haven't selected. I want one from here, one from there. Yeah, they didn't look where anybody had come from. They'd done it on pure merit of the applications mm-hmm. and the video, um, yeah. and with that. Uh, lo and behold there must be some uh, very talented individuals in Leeds because yes they've got five in the final so potentially they've got um, a, a good opportunity to bring that ball back but we'll we'll be fighting against them to make sure they don't I might have a look at the the little the uh, vacancies jobs area on the HSA website to see if about five months ago if they applied for a dance consultant at the trust <laughs> It might, it might explain a lot. It? It, it might, and I'd be interested in that. I don't want, you know, I'd, I'd hate to think they've got some ringers in there. Yeah. Now, the, the, so, so June, June 4, June 4. Yeah, right, 4th yeah. of June, it's a Friday, starting at 7.30 in the evening. So that's not, it's only, you know, like a couple of weeks. 25 days the, away, Bruce. 25 yeah. days away. Yeah, 25 days away. But it's only a couple of weeks before the uh, virtual HTSA virtual summer conference. Yes, it is. Um, but also, it's obviously in November, we're, we're hoping that, that the conference in November is going to have, um, you know, a face-to-face quality to it. I hope so. so. I, I, I'm just, um, I, you know, to me, I think, wouldn't it be a missed opportunity if we didn't have Simon Clark? A uh, uh, famous TV dancer doing his uh, <laughs> showing us everything he's learned in front of the HSC attendees. If if I'm at Arrogate <laughs> with all my amazing colleagues, I'll I'll be too inebriated to be doing any dancing on the stage. Um, but um, I, I'm very happy for them to share the uh, the outtakes or the dancing, so uh, that shouldn't be a problem at all. <laughs> that, that sounds brilliant, uh, Simon. It's been it's been great dis- discussing this. Before we move on to a bit that we always do at the the podcast which is just asking you about a few of your personal 
um, your personal favourites in terms of um, music and, and and film. I was going to say, obviously, you know, good luck with June the fourth, and um, yeah, and congratulations and everything you and your teams done in the last twelve months. Um, so let's move into the final bit of the podcast, which is called Desert Island Supplies, and. I'm going to ask you the same few questions that everyone gets asked, which is, if we were parachuting you onto a desert island that has plenty of food and water, you do that, you, and you got to take one luxury item, one um, album, one movie you can take with you, assuming there's, for some inexplicable reason, the ability to watch a movie on there and listen to it, you know, we'll go with it. What would they be? So first of all, can I ask you your luxury item? Is it Cuban heels? <laughs> well, I suppose uh, if I was trying to um, rush up the the, uh, the votes I need and also uh, mm. get people to go to my uh, Just Giving page and and uh, and actually uh, donate as part of the NHS charity, I'd have to say it's Cuban heels, Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean. <laughs> and the soundtrack to the Pirates of Caribbean, uh, but unfortunately, uh, um, I, I wouldn't be saying that. Uh, I think my luxury item, um, I think it would it, have to be my phone. I don't know why. Um, the reason being is just I'm completely lost with it. It's got yeah. all my uh, iTunes on there and my uh, and my electronic books as well. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it'd be my uh, iPhone that would have to come with me. What album would you be taking? What's the um, album? What? What's your go-to album? Yeah, my go-to album. It'd have to be um, Queen. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, it'd have to be Queen. Um, Magic, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it would definitely. And what movie? What movie? Um, it would have to be Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy it. It would just become a. It was you're, you're, just a coincidence that actually. Uh, you'll get um, flashbacks when you hear the theme tune going. That's it. Yeah, it's well. I, I have to have it in my head so much, Bruce. It's actually mm. my ringtone now as well. So it's constantly in my <laughs> no. mind. That I, so I no. keep getting it. Yeah, you're going to get PTSD off it, aren't you? <laughs> you, know, <laughs> don't you? you know, it's going to be like one of those things that after you've you've done the, the strictly thing, you're you're going to the film's going to come on telly or something, or and and you'll immediately just start dancing <laughs> because it, it will ignite something in your memory in your head, and you'll you immediately start busting into your in your Pasadena, is it? Well, I, that's it. Well, I'm definitely uh, sleeping and dreaming it at the moment. Every time I drive, by the moves are going through your head. Um, so yes, that wouldn't surprise me after being through this uh, this journey that uh, that potentially would happen <laughs> psychologically. <laughs> now, did you mention that you've got a GoFundMe? Yeah, so I've got it. Uh, what are the details of that? We'll yeah, put it so on, when this yeah, goes out, we'll put it on Twitter as well. No, thank you. Well, it's it's actually if you go onto the NHS Strictly website. Um, mm-hmm. You can link on to all the Just Giving pages and then all 12 dancers and their partners are on there. Mm-hmm. So, oh, uh, and yeah, whatever you can do to um, push that out, I'd really appreciate that, Bruce. Thank you. We, we will do that. We're delighted to help having you on Supplycast. You've been a brilliant guest. It's been great talking to you. Thank you for doing it at extraordinarily short notice. Very we were originally going to talk about something else and then I thought, you know what, we've got to talk about this. <laughs> and I think people really enjoy the episode. Thank you again for, for doing this, Simon. No, my, my pleasure, Bruce. And, uh, and I think actually, um, I'm glad it was short notice because if you had asked me to do it, I'd have found <laughs> other excuses not to do it. So no, but, it's been a pleasure. It made it really comfortable, Bruce. So thank you for that.
I think you're bringing it home on June 4th. I've just got this, I've just got this feeling in my bones, in my water that, that you're going to be bringing it home. Well, I'll definitely come do another podcast with my glitter ball. <laughs> oh, if that's wouldn't the case. that be great? Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, thanks again, Simon, for joining me on, on this episode of Supply Cast and I hope you can join us next time. Bye. Bye-bye, mate. Thank you.